Alright, let's go. <clears throat> this podcast contains, uh, explicit language, adult beverages, delicious tobacco, and, what's that say? Flagrant misuse of dice? What does that even mean? Who the hell wrote this? To hell with it. I need a drink. Huh? Oh, okay, whatever. <clears throat> this is the Dice and Pipes podcast. Third wall. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Dyson Pipes ASMR version. <laughs> you got, you got to stop. You're, you're, you're creating my toast for the fucking Warhammer episode now. That's what you're doing. <laughs> Welcome to Dyson Pipes, the internet's favorite D and D podcast. It's only kind of about D and D. A couple of old curmudgeonly fucks like ourselves uh, talking about uh, everything tabletop gaming you can find us on the insta chats and the ugrams at uh dyson pipes i like that that way we don't infringe on anybody's copyright right yeah that's safe wrong copy yes right copyright no trademark are they trademarked <sighs> what i forgot what we were talking about you said insta chats and insta chats and, and the ugrams and ugrams and the face tweets <laughs> <laughs> now now i'm just being contrarian yes nothing wrong with that so uh Shit. Hold oh, on. there's My our bad. metronome. Fuck. Go away. SMR. Okay, there we go. Yeah, SMR. Button. <laughs> <laughs> it's so gross, dude. <laughs> oh my god, it's so disgusting. <laughs> uh. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Woo! Okay. Holla if you hear me. Oh man. Mm. Uh all right, what do we, what do we want to start with? Um because now we're 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 drinking the same thing. We are, we are smoking thing. different things. So uh, I guess we'll start with what we got in similarities. Uh, yes. Michael has provided us with uh, a, an oldie but a goodie, mm. uh, Shivas Regal. The last time I've had Shivas Regal had to be the 90s. What a time. Yep. What a time. In the 90s, I was drinking 99 bananas. I was having Mad Dog 2020. Oof. Yeah, that was some rough shit. Aftershock? Aftershock, yeah, you'd have to... Was Aftershock the one that you had to break the bottle open at the end? Funny to... story about Aftershock. In my pleather pants days, I was drinking the Aftershock. What kind of shirt were you wearing? A chainmail shirt. Because I'm sure a lot of our listeners have worn chainmail. Not LARPing. I mean, like regular, like you go to high school with a chainmail yeah. shirt. Yeah. Well, it was more like ringmail. Okay. Only on one side of the shirt. The, on the front the, side. The left side. No, the front-facing side. Like oh. C4, front towards enemy. Oh, okay, good. In case somebody C4? came at me with a broadsword. Don't you mean a claymore? Whatever. <laughs> right? Is that a claymore? Uh, not, not the sword, a claymore. Oh. Like the explosive. Right. The ordinance. Like my explosive sense of style. Leather <laughs> <laughs> and ring mail. Oh, man, I love it. Uh, Did you wear Doc Martens? No, 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 no. You weren't into the ducks. No, I had uh, I had the the boots with the buckles on the sides. I told you that. Yeah, like yeah, a, yeah. Like an anime. No, character. I'm just trying to visually put this outfit together. 
Yeah, yeah. yeah what kind of nice. what kind of belt did you wear? I know that's a good question. I'll, I'll give you three guesses. Rhinestones. Oh, come on. No, nah, I know you wore either one that was black leather with silver studs. Okay, I'll I'll, I'll give you a hint. Yes. There was um, accoutrements attached to the belt. The amount of people that you spiked into a curb. <laughs> like, did you have like there was a, there was there, there was something attached to the belt. A buckle. Well, yeah, but I mean, like, uh, it wasn't just black leather. You worked at TGI Fridays. A lot of flair. Lots of flair. You had flair They're, on the belt. More than the required amount. Were they pins made of enamel? No, they were not enamel pins. Okay. Those frequently get stolen. Yeah. No, you got to be careful. Uh, Protect your enamel pin collection. What? Wait, accoutrements on your belt. Yeah. So, like, picture... Like, you had said rhinestones. Did you sew them on? No, no, no. Were they glued? Come on. Don't be crazy. Well, were they something that you had to personally add to the belt? No, 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 no. So, you no. bought it this way? Yeah. The fine folks at Hot Topic sold it to me in, in that oh, state. Oh, Hot Topic. There you go. There's another hint. Okay. All right. Did it have anything to do with bands? No. It had no studs, no spikes or anything like that? You're, you're on the right track. So, it had spikes. No. They weren't spikes. No. They were not studs. They weren't spikes. They were skulls. No. They weren't skulls. You're getting douchier. You're getting there. Oh, I'm, I'm getting close. They were anarchy symbols? No. You, you didn't go that way? No. Crosses, but upside down. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> With your Iron Maiden ringmail t-shirt. Uh, I think you exceeded your three guesses. Fuck. Uh, bullets. All You're around. kidding me. You've seen those belts. Of course I yeah. have. Yeah. Of course I have. I was like, well, this is basic, bitch. Let me get this. That's awesome. Because I'm badass. Okay. Uh, But yeah, so I'd be wearing my pleather pants, my bullet belt, and uh, my ringmail shirt uh, with my green Bono sunglasses, and I was drinking the Aftershocks. I got very drunk, very drunk on the Aftershock. What'd you do, Brian? Well, I wanted to eat the crystals on the inside. Well, everybody does. Yeah. Yeah, once you polish that Um, bitch off. Do you recall ever a time when you ate the crystals? Yes, I do. Okay, how did you... How did you procure, how did you harvest those crystals out of that glass? Well, you see a normal person uh-huh. would probably do a controlled break of the glass or maybe put something through the hole of the glass to like, break it you up know, a little bit, work it yeah. on the inside and then dump them out. Mm-hmm. How would you do it, Brian? <laughs> I would smash it onto a rock and pick it up <laughs> thinking I'm eating crystals when in fact I'm eating broken glass. <laughs> <laughs> and my friends are all looking at me horrified. Oh my god! Uh, you're bleeding, and now like, what do you say? Oh, you're bleeding. You're thinking bloody nose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you, you think they're just fucking with you, right? You know, you're drinking. You know, because if gallons of blood were pouring out of your mouth, you'd think you might be more like, holy fuck, you're bleeding. <laughs> nope. There would be a little more concern. Yeah, I have hey, a feeling your friends really were not that concerned. No, they're dickheads. So we have the Shivers Regal, twelve year, okay, blended Scotch whiskey. Do you know what song this is? No. Something by Metallica. <laughs> this is... <laughs> Except you were chewing on... Chewing on broken glass. Yeah. Okay, chewing enough on of... broken glass. Enough of Annie Lennox. I don't um, even know why I know that. How do you like the Shivus Regal since your last foray into it? Dude, it's really good. I, I don't remember it tasting this way. I don't remember what I did last week. So <laughs> let alone 20 years True. ago, the last yeah, time I had shit. Dementia's a bitch. Yeah. Fucking so um, old. Like, I used to hang out with Thomas Jefferson. That's true. You know? That's true. You were there for the Louisiana Purchase. Uh, all right. So the Shivers Regal is, is nice. Uh, and then, of course, Clyde has provided us with some fabulous tobaccos today. 
I have in my brand new Nording. Uh, I guess this is a bent billiard. It's ever so slightly yeah, bent. Very slight bend. I'm going to call it a crooked billiard. Tapered. Tapered. <laughs> for your pleasure. Yeah. It uh, leans to the left. It's my very first smooth pipe. Um, it is a nice pipe. I like the uh, I like the wood grain on it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's proof that Eric Norton can make normal pipes. Yes. Uh, and you can smoke them. Yes. Uh, proficiently. Yes. Um, and inside of this, I have Awakened Elder, uh, which is in English, and it is delish. Delicious. Yeah, this, to me doesn't feel like anything spectacular where I'd be like, oh my God, can you taste the boysenberries in here? Uh, It just tastes like a a more mellow version of Squadron Leader. Yes. Uh, Rogue One, standing by. It's a Star Wars reference. Oh, I like that. Wedge Um, Antilles, right? Wasn't he? uh, Wedgie Tillies? Wedge Antilles. Titty Twisters? Yeah. Wasn't he the guy that fucking uh, took down the Death Star with, uh, with Luke? Thought he was part no, of the listen, formation. He was, but they all ran away when the TIE fighters showed up. Bullshit. Wedge Antilles is a fucking hero. Yeah. I thought he died. He got blown up by one of the TIE No, fighters. he's in the new movies with all the pansexuals. Wedge? Yeah. Yeah, but the new movies go into the past. Don't I? I never no. watched the new movies. No, we don't go back to the future. We go into the future, future. That's a double negative? Or? Once you go... Once you... Mm-hmm. <laughs> go, yeah. Go ahead. Never mind. <laughs> Uh, what do you? What what has Clyde provided for you? Great transition. <laughs> so, uh, I have McBaron Navy Flake, dude, which is fucking delicious with Shivers Regal. Anybody who's drinking Shivers out there, if you're going to kind of go along with the episode and kind of pair your your tobacco and whiskey along with us, this fantastic combination. I would recommend this to anybody who smokes a pipe. Especially while playing D and D, this is a definite D and D combination. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's like the slight sweetness in this tobacco, the way it mixes with this fucking whiskey. It is perfect. Delish. Yes, it is the perfect accoutrement. So interestingly, the Shivas Regal paired with the Awakened Elder neutralizes the bite of the tobacco, but also the bite of the liquor. It's a very strange thing. All right. If I wasn't afraid of giving you my cooties. Uh, also known as chlamydia, I would let you try this with this and see what I'm talking about. Uh, it's almost like a pickleback. Yeah, I'm not interested in having that then. Picklebacks are probably the grossest concoction ever created. Well, you know what? I think you're the grossest concoction ever made. How do you like them apples? That wouldn't be the first time that anybody's told me that. <laughs> uh, so we got some gameplay today. I Harrison Bullet having a lot of fun. Uh, oh, and for for those of you who are the uninitiated, uh, this is a podcast that compels people to uh, smoke tobacco pipes and drink a nice whiskey while playing tabletop role playing games. We want you guys to stop with the cheesy poofs and and Mountain Dew. Yes, let's class this shit up a bit. Uh, it's no accident that a lot of fantasy characters, fantasy characters, mm. all smoke delicious pipes. Yes. It's a classier way to be. I agree. Just lay off that Hobbit's weed. Easy with the weed. Yeah. yeah. We're, we're not fucking 12 years old. That's worse than the Mountain Dew and Cheesy Poofs. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, if you're serving the, the Mountain Dew and, and all that, uh, knock it off. Grow a set mm. and game like a man. There's yeah, nothing cooler than being a dungeon master and having a four-foot-long church warden hanging out of your mouth like Gandalf uh, while you're making your players roll initiative. Or light your pipe for you because you can't fucking reach it. 
(laughs) Yes. It's a big fucking pipe. Uh, Before we get into all that, as is customary on Dyson Pipes. Oh, you want to tell everybody about our Instagram at Dyson Pipes? I did already. What about Twitter? Insta chats and Twitter peoples. Twitter what? Peoples. Okay. I'll give you that because you're making words up as we go along. No, no, no. no. It's fine. Um, And you can also, if you email me, I'll send you some ASMR. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why I'm obsessed with ASMR. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Well, the real reason is because I found ASMR porn and it disturbed me greatly. Uh, And now I'm just obsessed with ASMR. I want to make people get boners when they fall asleep. Just don't search ASMR sex on YouTube. No, don't do it. Because beyond, like, once you get down past, like, the fifth one on the list, you might get into something that you do not want to see. It's what we call in the business uh, passing the Rubicon. Oh, there you go. What is seen cannot be unseen. That's true. It's like, still like the Predator. The Predator. You ugly son of a bitch. Uh, yes. So before we get into all that shit, it's customary on this show to ask all of you listening, wherever you are, yes. in your den... Uh, in your game room, in your car, at work, or in church, wherever you are. Raise a glass for a toast. This to One second. You're, we're a little light. Hold on, let me, I'm going to finish this. Oh, my God, it's so good. Please. Thank you. See, now that is ASMR that I can get into. Oh, beautiful. There we go. Thank you. Thank you. Oh. There you go. Let it out. Like I said, we're classy. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, we're ready. I'd like all of you to raise your glasses wherever you may be. This glass is so heavy. If you can... <laughs> doing some curls. Uh, if you can hear my voice, this toast goes out to FDR. The Franklin Delano Roosevelt. No. The FDR Drive Uh-oh. on the cursed island of Manhattan. No matter what time of day, no matter what day of week, nary rain, sleet, or snow, there will always and forever be traffic and accidents and construction and burning vehicles and potholes. Yes. Uh, it is the most insufferable road next to maybe the Staten Island Expressway. Holy shit. I think we could do an entire show comparing and contrasting the FDR to the Staten Island Expressway. Yes. Can I tell you? Yes. Well, here, I'm going to tell oh, you yes. That. yes. There we go. Can I tell you that mm. <clears throat> growing up in New York City, I can recall that going back to my youth, both of those highways have always been under construction. There has never been a time that I've driven on either one of those highways that I have never seen some sort of construction work taking place. Ever. I think we will colonize Mars. (laughs) Before work is finally completed. Before just that one section of the FDR near the RFK is completed. Yeah. You know, if the roadway characteristics weren't enough, enough of a Debbie Downer, the fucking mutants that traverse on that road are some of the, uh, in the words of uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi, mm-hmm. a wretched hive of scum and villainy on that road. If you've ever, most of you out there have probably never seen a police car or a fire truck involved in an accident. Spend one week driving on the FDR and you'll get the hat trick 
the police car, the fire truck, and the ambulance. Yes. For some reason. Well, here, let's even let's even drive this point home. When you take a look at the amount of people that drive in New York City, I would say at this point, almost 80% of them, especially once the sun goes away and it becomes nighttime. <laughs> where, where does it go? <laughs> it visits China. <laughs> so while the sun is casting its light on that communist nation, you'll find that I would say 80% of the cars that are on the FDR, and really in New York City in general, are cabs. And whether they're yellow cabs or you know old livery cars, the TLC plates... These motherfuckers do not know how to drive. And you would think that they would be required to drive better than normal people since they drive thousands and thousands of more miles than the average person a year. Right. Yeah, they're the ones that fucking crash. They're Horrible. assholes. Yes. They're just assholes. Yeah. Them and Accessoride. Yeah, Accessoride. Accessoride, uh, for those who are unawarest. Uh, unawarest. <laughs> okay, that's the old English term. Fuck. Is that what you're saying? As is tradition with the show, somebody flubs a word, gets called out on it, or if they want to self-police themselves, that, that, that's, that's fine. Uh, you you were the, light, I'm not going to lie. You what? were lighting a pipe, and I figured you were more concerned with that than me somehow fucking up that word. I don't even know what word I said. You said a worst. A worst. <laughs> well, that's... In, no, I said liverwurst. Oh, you were talking yeah. about lunch. Toth didn't think you were going to pick up on that. Toth? The last, uh, the last Did you say Toth didn't think you were going to pick up on that? <laughs> I said, totally. You're just going to roll one. Okay. Let's see. Oh, by the way, a tenor higher, and he saved. There is no drinking. However, that's a three. With the three that he just rolled, he's taking a little sip of the Shivas. So I'm sorry, aware of... You're talking about Accessoride. Ah, uh, yes. For yes. those who are unaware, there you go. Uh, Accessoride is a program in the the city of New York, whereby people will pick up uh, fat monsters. I think that's a fair assessment. And transport these fat monsters mm -hmm. uh, to work, and then they will pick up the fat monsters on your dime. By the way, yes, mm -hmm. yes. Uh, so they are ultimately, between them and, and livery vehicles, are always responsible for accidents. There is a time on the Interborough or the Jackie Robinson Expressway to get super local. Uh, traffic was backed up heavily, heavily. Now, the Jackie Robinson is a very windy uh, one lane in each direction roadway. And it is just fucked up. And I'm like, what is happening? It's it's like 6 o'clock on a Sunday morning. I don't understand. Mm. Well, I get to an accessoride, and somehow the handler for the retards felt. <laughs> yeah. Yes. He, what did he do? She oh. somehow fell out of the bus while it was in motion. It just couldn't take what was going on behind her. No, she saw a bunch of people swallowing their own tongues, and she just <laughs> lost it. God. <laughs> Fell right out of the bus. I think they should record them. They should put a microphone on the back of the accessor ride, and that should be ASMR. Record them swallowing their tongues. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Big money. That might have clipped. Ah, fuck it. We'll deal with it. What's going on with you? Anything? What's new? Dude, Nothing. Just learning how to maintain my patience while driving into work with you so I don't kill somebody on the way in. I don't remember, because it's only been 
a little over a year, right? Yeah, yeah. It's been about a year. I don't remember how I used to deal with that. I remember there was a lot more punching the roof of my car. Ah, uh, yes. I was one of those guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, implosive rage, I think they call that, where I would just mm. sit there and stew and stew, and then finally I would just p- explode and start punching the uh, the roof of my car. No, now I, I like your new way of how you handle it. So like we'll we'll <laughs> we'll be driving down the highway and let everybody else lose their fucking mind. You're you're relatively you're a laid back driver, I would say. Yeah. Um, I, I think we're kind of we might fall into the opposite categories of driving. Yeah. I think I'm I'm slightly more lots of lots of power moves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a power move kind of guy. You you kind of take it easy. However, I think fitting your style of driving is when we are on a highway. It could be the FDR. It could be any highway. We could be on a road trip to California. It doesn't even matter. If there are, or there is a road rage incident taking place or somebody cuts somebody else off and the horns start to blow, Brian has a knack for just slightly tapping the horn. Little <laughs> So there's some fucking monster just laying on the horn like 100 feet up, two lanes over, just fucking losing his mind. And after he's done blowing the horn for like 30 seconds, all you hear is, and there are times i gotta give you credit there are times that it just triggers an event where it's almost like like an orchestra of horns now (laughs) playing on the fdr and we experienced that today there was that one yes somebody cut somebody off because you know of course uh they decide at midnight they're doing construction on on the bridge on all the lanes yes just shut every fucking lane down so you know People start losing their minds. Everybody's honking. And once the honking stops, all you hear is, <laughs> and wouldn't you know, honking fucking starts right back up. Yeah, it was perfect. I have this fascination with making things that have no context sarcastic. Oh, you definitely have a knack for that. And I, I have an obsession with mastering that skill. I don't know why. I want, I hope one day, maybe it's already happened, that somebody will just get a chuckle about the prick behind him that after a symphony of horns for a minute straight, just... Yeah. There has to be somebody out there who hears that and, and laughs. Yeah, I, ha- I have a very dry, I guess, sarcastic sense of humor. You sarcastic? Uh, like my hang-up game. That is a fun game. Just hanging up on people in the middle of their sentence. I don't know why. I, it just it tickles me. Yeah, it brings great pleasure. Speaking of great pleasure, oh. I've embarked on a quest. Quests are great. A who, grand quest. Who gave you this quest? I did. Self-given. A self-appointed quest. Yes. In the year of our Lord, 2011, the Elder Scrolls Skyrim was released. And I have sunk conservatively maybe 200 hours into that game. 200? Yeah. Hours? Yeah. Uh, uh, so can we do the math on that? Yeah, I'm just, I'm I would. I would actually encourage it. So while you're doing the math, yeah, yeah. Uh, the the special edition released on the PS4. Was there 18 hours in a day? Uh, so, uh 18, 20, carry the three. Good. 16. Eight, eight and one third days lost to Skyrim. That's it. Go. We can stop the show right now. We can go inside and, and play some Skyrim. <laughs> you know, let's get it to eight and a half. I don't know what it is about that game uh, that sucks me in so bad. Your love for cats? No, because I rarely play a Khajiit. Uh, Usually, well, we'll get into that in a second. Let me talk about my quest. 
Uh, so the special edition came out a couple years ago, I think, at this point, and I got it day one. It was probably like the fifth time I bought that fucking game. And uh, that's a topic unto itself. You bought Skyrim five times. Yeah. Well, did it initially come out for PS3? Yes. Okay, so that's once. No. So I got it on Xbox 360. Oh. Because the PS3 version was completely broken. I cannot sit here and have dragons flying around backwards. They are majestic creatures. They're right. I'm not going to besmirch the good goddamn name of dragons. No, no. Uh, so I got it on the Xbox 360. And I got it on disc form. My Chilchins decided to use it as a hockey puck. Okay, that's fair. So I got it again on disc. That's mm-hmm. two. Then uh, I something else came out, and I think I traded it in. Mm-hmm. And like six months later, I started getting the itch. So this time I was like, you know what? I'm sorry. No. So I bought it the third time. There might be six purchases. So three discs. Yeah. Gotcha. Traded it in again. After I got, I fulfilled my itch. Now, this time it was used. I probably got it for like 20 bucks. Uh, but then I, I, I kept thinking about it. How much did PS3, or I'm sorry, Xbox, Xbox 360 games go for back then? 50? 59.99. Yeah. So, oh, so they I, were still $60. Yeah. So I got them twice at $60. Uh, once at, at like 20 or 30, maybe. Okay. So let's say you're at $150. Yeah. Okay. So almost as many hours as I've played. I don't mean to make this as painful as possible for you. So we're going we're gonna to add up the days that you played and now the money that's spent. Yeah. I wouldn't have it any other way. No, of course. So then I, 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 the third, final time I traded in, when I rebought it, I'm like, fuck it. I'm getting it digitally, so I can't trade it anymore because I'm just blowing money. Smart. For full price. So, right. So that was four, I believe, mm-hmm. when I got it digitally. Then I realized that they had expansions. Mm. Uh they had uh, the the house building one, Hearthfire or Hearthstone or whatever, Hearth Hearthfire, uh, Dawnguard, and uh, Dragon Dragonborn. So I bought all the expansions. Then they released it on PS4 Special Edition with enhanced graphics. Mm. So I bought it a fifth time. Now, when you bought it for the PS4, did you notice like an like an obvious yes. upgrade in the graphics? Yeah. Okay, so you could tell. Yeah, and this one came with mods. So you could actually do certain, not all of them, but you could do certain mods on the PS4. Okay. But when you play with mods, it deactivates trophies, which whatever. Yeah. So now I'm playing really cool versions, uh, extra dark and extra vampire powers and all this whole horse shit to let me have a little fun. And then my son wanted it for his Nintendo. That's number six when I bought it for his Jesus Nintendo. Christ. So Todd Howard and the fine folks at Bethesda have gotten a fair penny off of this dummy. Good. Anyway, uh, two days ago, three days ago, it, a, a build video popped up on my feed for Skyrim. Don't know why. One of my recommended. And I watched it. Oh, man. I fucking this game. I was thinking about how many hours I sank into this game. 200. Maybe more, dude. No. Maybe more. Because, I mean, I, I, I've 100%ed that game and all the DLC three, four times. Uh, yeah, you've, you've sank a considerable so. amount of time. Now, when you just picked it up or, or saw this video three days ago... When was the last time that you had played it? November, according to PSN Profiles. Okay. So a year. Like, not this past November. Uh, oh, 2017. Yeah. I got you. Now I've decided I don't have any platinum trophies, and I want a platinum trophy. And I want Skyrim to be my first platinum trophy because I've sunk so many goddamn hours into this game that I deserve. They should give it to me, to be fair, but they haven't. Uh, but one of the things I do love about the game is just the inspiration I get for this show. Right. And things that I can do in it. 
Um, especially when we start getting into like the vampire shit and like the demon gods and all that stuff. And I know, you know, Debrin is a very low slash no magic uh, setting, which may or may not change at some point. But just the just running around in the in the wilderness, um, you played quite a bit of that as well, right? Yeah, I played Skyrim. What was your What was your go to build? A stealthy archer. Everybody. Yeah. And then once I found that video on how, and I can't remember because the last time I played that game is about 2016, I'm guessing. But I remember there was a video that came out on YouTube and it was how to, uh, I guess, cheat the game with like alchemy and crafting potions right. and then using the potions for like smithing and then using that to make armor and weapons yep. and just completely making your stats ridiculous. So you would just like one shot everything in the game. So of course I had to do that because apparently that's the only way I believe that a game can be fun. <laughs> just in ultra god mode drilling down onto the numerics yeah that was great yeah i did the stealth archer i think a lot of people do that one yeah i was so. so overpowered like yeah. it, it's almost game breaking yeah but then i started doing a lot of weird shit like i did a no weapons run oh that's cool so i did like a mage uh with uh no destruction magic destruction magic wasn't allowed because i consider that a weapon and it was illusion and alteration and restoration magics. So what I would do is I would find like a bandit camp and I would use mass frenzy and have them all kill each other and then use conjuration to summon the skeletons up and mm -hmm. fight for me. Uh, that was probably the longest playthrough. That took fucking forever. Especially because I didn't take into account that when you fight a dragon, you're by yourself. And dragons do not get scurred very easily. So how would you go about killing the dragon? I didn't. <laughs> yeah, because that's that's got to be difficult, right? Yeah. Uh, I would have to have my follower do it. So I would have uh, mm. Lydia, my house Carl. I am sworn to carry your burdens. <laughs> Bitch. You're goddamn right you are. Did you marry her? No. Um, I married Yazolda, Yolanda. What the hell's her name? The girl in White Run that asked you to find a mammoth tusk for her. She got red hair. It always did it for me. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yazolda. Something like that. Mm. She's on the merchant bench to the left. So yeah, I'm on a quest to get my platinum trophy in uh, in the Skyrim's. Okay, how far along are you? Uh, I played for about an hour and a half, and I got five trophies, so 45 left to go. Oh, good. So you're like 198 and a half hours <laughs> remaining. Well, I can I can probably finish the storyline. I mean, I know it by heart. I know which parts you can skip. You know, I've broken that game every way I could think of right. in the past. So I could probably beat Storyline in maybe two hours. Okay. I know speedrunners can do it in like 30 minutes, but I fucking... Yeah, but you want to enjoy the game. Yeah. And that's how these games hook you? Because I you I remember you telling me that you have to create, what, three different characters in order to... Uh, or three different playthroughs, at least? Uh, yeah, the way I wanted to do it. Because I figured, like... So you, ha you have to finish the main story. You have to do all of the guild missions to completion... You have to get every Daedric weapon. You have to find every standing stone. And you need 100,000 gold. And then a, a, a hodgepodge. You have to solve the civil war. Okay. Um, so I decided to make three characters. One character is just mainline story. Uh, one character is thief and uh, dark brotherhood. And the other character is mages guild and the companions. Uh, that's everybody, right? Da -da -da -da. That's everybody. No real rhyme or reason to why I picked the guilds the way I did, except for the thief. 
because uh, I know, because I'm sick in the head, the shadow marks from the Thieves Guild on all the houses. I know which ones to rob so I can get to 100,000 gold as fast as humanly possible. So hopefully, I'm hoping in about six months, playing conservatively, because I can really only have time to play for like an hour a day, right? if, if that. Uh, I'm hoping to get that platinum trophy, and I will never get a platinum again. You'll just leave it at that. Skyrim, I, and you're out. I, there's no other games that really like have hooked me like that one. Right. And some of them are just, like, some games are just so fucking ridiculous. Like, I tried getting the platinum in Fallout 4, and that was just obnoxious with the uh, settlements and all that shit. But uh, I think I earned it. I think so. I earned it. Let me tell you about a game that you should get and then help me get my first platinum trophy. And that would be Ghost Recon Wildlands. Because there is nothing better than getting home from a hard day's work and killing members of the cartel. That's true. The immersion is so realistic that... Because we know if they, if they go to court, they're just going to be exonerated and... Yeah. You know, they'll have like three, four days of deliberations and then, no, nah, not guilty. Go home. There's only one way to deal with scum like that. You just, you know, take the law into your own hands in their <laughs> own country. You know, that game, when it first came out, I remember uh, Ubisoft Paris, right? Ubisoft Paris? We. Right. They had uh, they'd done that game and the Bolivian government through the UN wanted to sue, I believe, yeah, I remember Ubisoft that. Paris because they were depicting their country in a negative light with the cartels, you know, because I'm sure that's such a hot spot for tourists. To right. Fucking Bolivia. I was just looking the other day. I know. I don't, we were talking about a, a group vacation with uh, you and your wife and me and mine to go to Bolivia. I Maybe. would like people to write into the show. I don't think we've talked about the email yet. No, we have not. Uh, we're going to get to the Gmail one, I guess, for these fucking creeps. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, so uh, for the whiskey dicks, uh, DysonPipes at gmail.com. We have talked about this. We are losing our minds about something. I might have been drunk. I don't... Yeah, probably. I don't remember. Um, anywho, I want people to tell me how many times they've considered going to Bolivia. And then I want people to tell me how many times they've considered going to Bolivia to kill members of the cartel. I think you're going to find two different sets of numbers. <laughs> <laughs> that game is a lot of fun. And that game, that game will be my, uh, that'll be my first platinum game. I don't know if I'm going to stop there. I was taking a look at my trophy list, and Dark Souls has to be my favorite. It, it, as a matter of fact, not it has to be. It is 100% guaranteed my favorite franchise of all time. Why? Dude, there's something about that game that it's like the darkness of the game, and which is odd because usually I am like adamantly opposed to playing games that are third person. I fucking hate third person games. Right. But there is just something about that game, the customization, the different weapons, the different styles of playing, the different enemies that you have to fight. The, the fact that the game is designed to kill you, and it's not like you lose really any progress. You're just losing your souls, which is currency within the game. So whatever. If you die, you drop your currency. You go back. If you can't retrieve it, you die again. You lose it. If you go back, you pick it up. There it is. For me, the immersion in that game is just fantastic. I'll play that game with the lights off on my fucking TV. And, right. Well, lights off in the room that won't be off on the TV, won't be able to see shit. And I find that game highly entertaining. Now, my son, my son has platinum that game. And that's another one of those games that's going to be very similar to, uh, to Skyrim where you need to play multiple times in order to earn a platinum trophy because I think you have to go a minimum to NG++ on Dark Souls 3. And I'm sure that 
that holds true for the uh, for Dark Souls and Dark Souls Two. Uh, you would play the original Dark Souls on uh, PS4, Dark Souls Remastered. I have, yeah, I've got Dark Souls uh, the first one, yeah, two and three on on PS4. Okay, let's take a look at the trophies. Yes. How many are there? Does this say? I'm on PSN tr- uh, profiles right now. Dude, what a great website. You just turned me on to that the other day. Yeah. And I have to go into my account and unlock it so I can go on that website and take a look at my uh, at my profile. All right. So oh, while you're doing that, I'll do some AMSR. A-S-M-R? Is it A-M or A-S? A-S-M-R. Yeah. If you write it on the microphone. Let me write it on the microphone. A-S-M-R. All right. Okay. I'm sorry. <clears throat> so the difficulty, according to PSM Profiles, is 8 out of 10. Uh, it requires a minimum of three playthroughs. Right, so NG, NG+, and NG++. And approximately 90 hours. Uh, there's a fuckload of missable trophies, so I guess that necessitates the... Oh, the need for the, for the three playthroughs. Three playthroughs, yeah. Now, how does that compare to Skyrim? Uh, Skyrim only has a handful of missable, um, but they're only missable if you play as one character, I believe. I see. So, there are... Doesn't it tell you... How many of each kind of trophy there is? How many of each? Like, what do you mean, like bronze, gold, silver? silver right. Yeah. By the way, over under on episodes until I fucking set this thing on fire. Uh, this little, what do you call this? This little foam cap on the microphone? The windscreen? Sure. Or the, the pop filter? The pop filter to stop the explosives? Or the spittle? Yes. Uh, okay, so we've already, this is be episode four of D&D, and we're going to also have four of Warhammer. So... Mm. Starting from now. Yeah, let's count from now. 15. So 15 episodes, 15 weeks from now? So 30 episodes total? Yeah. Okay. I think that's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think this thing is going up in fucking flames one day. <laughs> uh, facial hair. Tell me if any of these make sense to you, because I'm not a Dark Souls guy. Uh, Dude, de- and keep in mind, I haven't played Dark Souls 1 in God knows how long. Defeat Crossbreed Priscilla? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a common. Yeah, it's one of the bosses. All the bosses are probably going to be common. Let's go to some harder ones. It, look at the gold ones. Okay. dark. There's two gold. Dark Lord. It is missable. This is the evil ending of the game. Right. To obtain this, you will first need to defeat the last boss in the game, Gwyn Lord of Cinder. Yes. Uh, oh, I remember he was such a bitch. When you defeat the boss, instead of lighting the bonfire, exit the area from where you entered, and the ending shall begin unlocking the trophy. The next one is Knight's Honor. Uh, acquire all rare weapons. There are 32 rare weapons that you need to collect for the trophy. They can be found in chests or acquired by killing an enemy or their tail, if they have Correct. The yeah, weapons. The, the game was cool because if you fought like a major boss and the boss had a tail, so it, who would have... Th- who would really think, like, in the middle of a boss fight that you should try to, like, navigate around the boss and hack the fucking shit out of his tail? And... If you did that on some of these bosses, you would cut the fucking tail off and it would award you a weapon. Which is pretty yeah, neat. That's not bad. Yeah. Because it's not one of those things where it's like one hit and the tail comes off. So like if you were to happen to like get around the boss and, and get like a lucky strike on the tail, not the old cigarette, but the lucky strike on the tail. <laughs> ah, smoke a lucky. <laughs> um, you know, you wouldn't get the we- like you would have to actually pummel the shit out of the fucking tail. You would excommunicate the tail from the body and uh, you would earn yourself a weapon. All right, so this game has 18 bronze, 20 silver, 2 gold, 1 platinum. Mm. So there's uh, a little bit of work ahead of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm probably going to do it for, uh, well, like I said, I'm going to go through Wildlands, and then I'll probably go to Dark Souls 3. Where are you at with Bloodborne? 
Eh, I, I can take it or leave it. I, I spent, I probably put a considerable amount of time into that game, but it, it to me it doesn't compare. I I don't like that whole like uh, like that gothic era style of gameplay. It just doesn't do it for me. You know, I prefer the old fucking axe and shield approach right. to running through my enemies. Sword and board, fucking, as they say. Sword and board. Yes, thank yeah. you, thank you. Yeah, I don't like the guns. Stick and brick. Uh, yes, we can D- not go with that. We'll stick with sword and board. Uh, point and click. Adventure. <laughs> Speaking of adventures, mm. uh, let's see how our friend Harrison Bullet is doing. Oh, that's a good idea. Harrison Bullet. Uh, so we just finished um, the bar fight, I believe. Dude. If Whitmore was real. Yes. I, I think after that, I would have kicked him right in the dick. <laughs> <laughs> like, fucking guy, man. Right in the dick. No couth, as they say. No couth. <laughs> Not cool um, with more. Yeah, you were not happy. Dude, I was looking to make some money. We were a little fucking broke going into that bar. You were. Didn't have a lot of money. Nope. And we didn't even, like, a bar fight, I would think, look, tables flip, you win the fight, you know, maybe pick up some gold off the ground and, and scatter. Nope, we didn't even do that. Didn't even you do that. Had to give it to the bartender. Had to give it to the bartender. <laughs> Thanks, Whitmore. Couldn't even have, like, a normal <laughs> bar fight. All right, let's check in on Harrison and see how his adventure in Hexley is going. Yes. Not good. Stay tuned. I am Dungeon Master, your guide in the realm of Dungeons and Dragons. This is like the world's worst bar fight. Just <laughs> fucking missing all over. Well, you have to remember each each round is six seconds, so it's still going pretty quick. No, understood. But like you think of a bar fight in a movie, like it's dudes just getting the, the shit kicked the out of them. Biggest guy there probably isn't falling and twisting his ankle right, after yeah. starting the fight. Yeah, looking like a complete fool. <laughs> all right. Um I I'll go to swing again this chair. I just try to like pick it up over my head and just drop it straight down on Hilger's head. Okay. And while I'm doing this, I'm screaming at Whitmore. Damn you, Whitmore. Damn you. In eight. All right. Man, I can't hit this shit Hilger's up. Yes. Three. Good. Whitmore's up. And Whitmore. Yes. Stands up and just uppercuts Hilger right out of his boots. Really? Oh, yeah. That was a 20. So Hilger goes flying to the and crashing to the ground. And uh, that will take you out of combat. Okay. And most likely out of the bar. And Mombert, with kind of a smirk on his face, collects uh, the gold that fell on the floor, most of which belonging to Hilger and Aldo, and says, ah, Don't worry, Harrison. This will cover it. No problem, Mombert. So uh, I'm out my money. No, no, no. You, ca- you got most of your oh, money. Oh, so I can recover. You're only out really... Th- I guess three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I can pick my three gold up again. Yeah. All right. Winmore, let's go. Harrison, I... Uh, yeah, let's go. Uh, don't don't even open your mouth. Let's he was, go. He was trying to... Uh, just uh, just uh, let's go. Let's uh, go. I'm done. I don't even want to fucking... I don't want to hear you. Just let's go. And we leave. All right. Or at least I leave. He can do whatever the hell he wants. He... He's he caretaker. Follows along behind you, kind of shaking his fist at the cheaters. Good. 
I will now scold him again outside. <laughs> Have you come up with what you would say to him? Well, I, I look at him. I say, Whitmore, how old are you? Uh, uh, 23. Okay, you've been on this, this planet long enough to understand a little nuance, correct? Do you even know what nuance is? Uh, it's a kind of boat. All right, we're done here, Whitmore. Go go to the inn. I'm, I'm trying to help. We're, we're done, Whitmore. Go uh, to the inn. I send him to the inn. Yes, sir. Do 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 you want my gold? No, I don't want your gold. I don't want your gold. We we got him pretty good though, right? No, we didn't. You completely fucked the night up, Whitmore. Gambling is supposed to be fun. Gambling is not supposed to start a bar fight until you catch somebody <laughs> cheating, and you completely missed out on the concept he's, he's of the said game. Bear. No, because that's the point of the game, Whitmore. It's called bluffing. Have you never played poker? Uh, Have you never gambled, Whitmore? They didn't, they didn't like that kind of thing. In, in so Dragon you never Watch. gambled. You never fought. You never drew your sword. You I, never defended I, I, yourself. We trained, but those, you know, against straw dummies. I'm starting to think you're as intelligent as one of those straw dummies, Whitmore. Kind of dejected. He almost like kicking stones with his. Hands in his pockets. Good, good. He and, should be. And rubbing his sore chin and limping away <laughs> on his twisted ankle. Uh, you, as he's walking away, you see him kind of start shadow boxing because he still kind of thinks he did the right thing and you're just drunk. <laughs> <laughs> it is funny. It is very funny. All right, so he makes his way. Yeah, he's, he's gone. Did you at least tell him where the inn was? That's on him. <laughs> 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 I hope he was paying attention. Let him figure out how to get there. All right. So uh, Whitmore is in the wind. What are we doing? You got the whole night ahead of you. Got the whole night ahead. Uh, I am down. I'm down six hit, point, hit points. So I'm going to have to. Uh, I mean, what are the chances you're going to get another fight? No, probably not. It's more so where am I going to find the next bar? Um, well, you do have the colorful duck just up the street that, um, Mombert had mentioned. Yeah, I'm going to go there. All right. Um, as you walk up to it, you see that, uh, it's closed. Well, that doesn't help me much. Why is it closed? Um, all you know is, you know, what Mombert told you that Thunder Force was around. Mm. Um, you know, there's windows and stuff if you want to look in. Yeah, of course. I'm going to peer in. I'm going to... All right. Uh, give me a perception check. 13. It looks clean. Nothing really out of sorts. Uh, there's no, like, chain on the door. It's not like he was forced closed. Uh, but for whatever reason, he's not open today. Uh, however, what you notice uh, as you're kind of turning around and leaving, uh, there's a bunch of posters hung up around, like, probably more than should be hung up that all say the same thing uh i'll grab one it says flint strikers adventure academy come one come all to dr daver flint strikers academy for aspiring adventurers learn to fight hunt and survive in the wilds of debrin learn to lean on your strengths and market yourself as a traveling problem solver with the right training you too could make a fine living on the road wealth and adventure awaits join us at the academy located in the center of figlick square just south of the sto uh, Smoking Stone Masonry. And again, you notice that there's a lot of these flyers hanging up. All right, I'm going to grab one. Okay. 
I think at this point, I'm just going to fold it up and put it in my pocket. Okay. Probably not heading there now, though. It's pretty late at night. Yeah. Um, Like, what time in the night do you think it is? Like, after midnight? Yeah, I would say so. You had a few drinks. You bullshitted with uh, Mombert for a little while. Uh, you had a very unsuccessful game of Fittich. So, yeah, I would say it, it's getting later in the evening. Okay. <clears throat> I mean, if we're pushing midnight, and it seems like... <coughs> excuse me. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm not a degenerate drunk, so I'm not going to go around from bar to bar trying to find, you know, someplace to drink. I, I might just... Uh, after the journey, I might just go back to the to the inn. Okay. Uh, so you get to the Royal Cloud Inn. Um, <clears throat> again, it's a very extravagant place. You've probably stayed here before. Mm. Um, the innkeeper... Uh, waves to you as you walk in and just asks you, oh, uh, can I get you a room? I believe I have one already. Oh, uh, what's your party's name? So I mentioned Alvord's name. Oh, yes, yes. Oh, you're you're with the Imperium. Uh, yes, right up this way. Uh, each of you have your own uh, estate rooms. Uh, there's three rooms, so I can assume there's going to be a third person joining you? Oh, God. Um, <laughs> yeah, whenever he makes his way in here, you can point him out to his room i said and by the way since this guy mentioned the imperium um any unusual activity taking place around here i mean it's hexley there's always but some... anything out of the ordinary no not really not not up in this wood this, this way okay. um yeah nothing that i can really think of uh they resealed the salt mine but other than that when did that, <clears throat> when did that happen a few days ago you know every once in a while probably kids break in, do some drinking in there maybe. Um, but yeah, they closed it up a couple days ago. Now there's a guard there, so I guess they're getting sick of kids breaking in there. What would they break in there for? Like I said, to drink maybe. Alright, so it's more like a like a partying thing. They're I, not breaking in looking if, for stuff. If I was a guest, yeah, I haven't heard anything otherwise. Okay. Alright. I say thank you, and I'll make my way to my room. Alright. Are you going to turn in for the evening? No, I might just... Uh, I'm going to stop by Alvord's room. Okay. See if he's up. See if he's even in. You know? Yeah, he's there. Okay. Just a quick check-in. I mean, nothing nothing extreme. I just want to thank him for securing the rooms. Uh, Harrison, what happened to your face? Oh. Uh, this mission cannot be over soon enough. Do you, do you want to leave tomorrow? Uh, no, what I would prefer to do is get rid of Whitmore. I just say he's a social idiot. This guy. I mean, he was he was born, from what I understand, he was born into soldiering. So I mean, he probably lived in Dragon Watch itself. Someone born into soldiering who doesn't know to draw a weapon when we're being attacked. Someone who has no couth when we're drinking at a bar and trying to just relax, a few games of leisure, and this monster flips a table and proceeds to get us into a bar fight. One guy, I don't even know if he killed him. I've never seen a man punch that hard. <laughs> poor poor Hilger. This man might be dead. He literally he literally knocked this guy out of his boots. Like, I, I was grabbing chairs and swinging it at people, Alvor. I've never done that before in my life. This guy... Whitmore, he's really bringing out the worst in me. Something has Just, to happen. Listen, I've I, tried to talk to him, and nothing, nothing I, gets through his thick, his thick skull. I know I don't have room to talk because I didn't help either. But just imagine 
if you could channel that for us. He obviously likes you. Listen, it, it, do not do not cast yourself in that light. You've done more than enough to allow us to survive on this journey, you know, with your hunting skills and providing enough food and comfort for us on our way down here. And I'm sure there's going to be plenty more nights where we're going to need, you know, to rely on you in order to make it safely down to the fort. So I, I do not look at you in a negative light, Aldor. Harrison! Can you please talk to this guy? I, I'm, I got great news! I'm at the end of my rope. Can Just talk. To, I'm not even here. I'm not here. Just, okay, just go okay, talk to him. Okay, just... I like him. And I think he can help. You just... Well, I'm not seeing it, but... If you tell him what to do, he will do it probably to a fault. But we can use that. Yeah, just like sit down with hey, me. are you here? Just like sit down and play poker. Yeah, that didn't go over so well. I'll just I'll just like he wants to share our business with everybody in the bar. Yeah. I'll, I'll talk to him, please. Uh, so you're avoiding Whitmore? Yes, I'm avoiding Whitmore for yeah the immediate future. Okay. Uh, are we turning in for the evening? I uh, Yes, I'm turning in for the evening. Okay. Uh, shortly after falling asleep, a sense of comfort and warmth washes over you, which is probably good after what you just experienced mm. at... Um, at, at the old smooth balloon. <laughs> when you open your eyes, you see a young woman standing over you. She's strikingly beautiful. Long red hair, dazzling green eyes. She holds out her hand and helps you up out of your bed. As you stand up, you can see your companions walking toward the back of the city. Both of your companions are walking hand in hand with beautiful women. The cute redhead looks at you smiling. I'm Carla. What's your name? Wow, my, I'm just, I'm blown away. And I, I said, is this a dream? Oh, come on. No. I said, I'm sorry. Let's go for a walk. What's your name? The Harrison. Who are you? Your friends already met my sisters. Look, the blonde is my little sister, Renee. The brunette is my older sister, Wait, Martha. Wait, oh, I stop her right there. I, I just pause for a moment. I'm trying to collect my thoughts. I'm not going anywhere with her right, just yet. I said, who are you, though? Suddenly you find yourself in a large circular room that's dimly lit. All of you are dancing with the beautiful women. Wait, hold on. Hopping in circles and laughing. What the hell is going on here? I'm just, I look around. I'm trying to figure out where, where I am. Do you stop dancing? Yeah. So when you stop, Carla kind of just stops you and turns you around. And she puts both of her hands on either side of your face, kind of like cradling your chin. Right. And her hands are really soft. If you come back here... I'll show you where I live. Will you come back? Like, come back to Hexley? No, come back here. Where is... Like, is she motioning? You're in this, like, darkly lit, big, circular, almost like dome-shaped room. All right. I just... Come on, Harrison, come back. Gently, I, I pull away from her. She leans in for a kiss. Yeah, I, I fucking smush face her. Suddenly, the image of a boarded-up mineshaft flashes in your mind, and you jolt yourself awake. These fucking dreams. Do I wake up in, like, a panic? Like, am I sweating? No, or it's just like so. before, where just I just like kind of wake up, and yeah. it's like, oh. Yeah, this is, um, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna assume that my door is gonna have a knock on it in about five minutes from fucking Whitmore. <laughs> I, I, I just kind of... <laughs> 
I sit up. I would imagine I'm not ready to go back to sleep yet. Maybe, excuse me, I'll light a candle. Just kind of. It's early morning. Uh, you got you got a long rest, so you can uh, go ahead and oh, good. replenish those chair bashing hit points. God, what a mess. Just like in real life. Yeah, it happens all the time. Where did my drink go? <laughs> there it is. Can I get a refill? Yes. Yes, you can. We should pause for station identification. I don't know what that means. Yeah, you do. WKT6, the only station that really rocks. There you go. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. So it's early morning. Uh, the sun is just coming up. All right, so I'm not going back to sleep. I'm not lighting a candle. <clears throat> I have enough daylight coming through the room. Uh, I'm just going to... So I would think I carry a journal. And at this point, or some... Yeah. If I don't, I'm, I'm, a log. I'm making it a point at some point today to uh, to grab one. Because now this is becoming a common theme. In the past week, I've had just two just kind of random, bizarre dreams. And I think uh, I'm just going to start keeping a log about this. The one thing, though, that piqued my interest was the boarded up mine. And I think I'm going to be drawn to the mine. Okay. So since I told Alvord that we're going to be heading out tomorrow, because this is now the 9th, um, and he was going to take care of, of gathering supplies, I really don't have much business here. Um, I would think I'd, I'd talk to my contact um, at the initial inn and pretty much got nothing out of that. Yeah. So yeah, at some point today, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to head over to the mine. All right. Are you going to meet up with uh, Alvord and Whitmore? No. Um, I'm probably going to do this one solo. And okay. Because I remember I told Alvord that we'd meet at, uh, I guess, at dawn on the You're going to meet up like in the morning and just kind of, all right, guys, you know. We'll yeah, I would think that we would maybe do like a quick regroup, but, you know, let's spend today going our separate ways. All right. So uh, as you guys are parting ways, Alvord just kind of grabs you by the shoulder and just kind of like out of the side of his mouth. <clears throat> um, it, it happened again. Just letting you know. Oh, I know. You and me both. Um, I talked to Whitmore and I, I should warn you now he's very very uncomfortable right now because I think the same thing that happened to us happened to him okay um, what happened in yours I was with a, a blonde girl and she brought me to some room that was shaped like the inside of a bowl um, and just asked me to come back to her uh, so I think at some point today I'm going to go uh, snoop around by the mountain did you go with her? no okay no well I mean <clears throat> she wanted to dance um, it's a little choppy and I ended up in this circular room right um and she was really, really adamant that I come see her. And I saw what I, I, I can only describe as probably the old salt mine. So I'm probably going to go snoop around there. Yeah, I was going to actually head out now and do the same. Uh, if, if you want, I'll come with you. Can it just be the two of us? I don't think so. I'm getting sick and tired of Whitmore. 
I don't I don't want to impose upon you to become Whitmore's steward, but I am at the end of my rope. Well, with young Whitmore. He's he as weird as this is going to sound, he might be easier to control today cuz he is he is freaking out. Um, he's, I, I think before it was kind of like, this is fun. Right. Um, I think he's scared. Good. So, <laughs> so he, he may not even want to come with us. Do you want to, I'll talk to him, but do you want to come with me? Yeah. Let, let, let's, let's go talk to Winmore together. So, uh, Alvord, you know, kind of waves to him in the lobby of this inn, uh, which provides breakfast by the way. So feel free to eat. Continental breakfast. Yes. Never yeah. pass up a good continental breakfast. <clears throat> I get the waffles. Uh yeah sure oh good with some with some flapjacks perfect uh and Whitmore is sitting at a table um eyes wide as saucers just blankly staring ahead as he eats his toast okay I think the only words that I say to Whitmore is good morning and I might just leave it at that I'm scared okay I ignore him. Are, are we are we going there are we going where to the mine why would you want to go to the mine Whitmore well, I, listen he talked to me last night I, I know you don't trust me and I don't trust me but I'm I, I'm gonna try and get better um, Whitmore uh, it's not that I don't trust you your instincts are just way off and if we're gonna survive this journey you, you really need to pull your head out of your ass. I'm... You're not some little kid, Whitmore. No, I'm, I'm stronger than my friends. I always have been. And I'm afraid that unless I'm acting on official duty, I'm going to kill people that I don't need to kill. So I, I, I kind of been waiting for you because you're obviously you're the smartest person here. And if you if you just want me to go... I'll, I'll go, but... Uh, go where? Like back home? No. no nobody's uh, asking uh, you to do that. I'm just asking you to use a little more common sense, buddy. You you tell me what to do and I'll do it. Okay. The next time I tell you to keep your mouth shut, just keep your mouth shut. And don't flip tables. And if you're going to sit here and acknowledge, and I'm not giving myself that, that credit, but if, if you're going to say that I'm the brains of this operation, which I don't believe to be true... But if we're going to create this hierarchy that I'm the brains, you're the muscle, and Alvord's the glue that's going to hold everything together here, then when I tell you to do something, do it. And don't act until I give the word. Okay. We can all agree upon this. Yes. Okay. All right. What happened in your dream, Whitmore? Did you go with the woman or no? I, I felt like I didn't have a choice. It felt like they were pulling me, and I was not able to control my body. I was with some brown-haired woman. Uh, I think Alvord was with a blonde, and I think you were with a redhead. And these girls just started dancing, and um, I, I was in this room, and mm. then they just they told me to come visit them at home. And I, I saw... I've never been here before, but it looked like a mine shaft. When she told you to come closer and go with her, what did you do? Like I said, I felt like I didn't have a choice. I felt like my body was moving without me wanting it to. Almost like I was watching myself do it. And then as you did that, what happened? I, I woke up. And just before you woke up is when you saw the mine shaft? Yeah. 
Okay. And you know, I, I know, I know we're not supposed to talk about it, but this is the second time, and I, I, I'm scared. Are we? Are we cursed? I don't think we're cursed, but there is something in play right now that I don't think either one of us really can grasp. But I do, however, believe that we should, we should head to the mine shaft, and let's do it. I, I would prefer to do it in daylight. Okay. Uh, Alvard is going to ask you, do you want to stop and get any kind of supplies? Um, I mean, the only thing I could think of that we would need for the mineshaft that we don't have would be rope. Okay. I would say that's fair. Yeah, we should get some rope. All right. So you have a few choices. Um, probably the cheapest place just to get your simple dungeoneering stuff would be the Red Raven Trade Post, which is on the way to the salt mine. Okay. We can stop there. Okay. So uh, <clears throat> you walk into the Red Raven trade post, and uh, there's a dwarf uh, behind the counter. Uh, his head is kind of in his hand, and he's, he's kind of just staring intently at uh, a book, probably a ledger, his, mm -hmm. his business transactions. Um, he's so engrossed in it that he doesn't even really notice that you guys walk in. Okay. I'll blurt out. Why the long face, my friend? He kind of just looks up at you with a sour face and, um, yeah, you're not from here. You don't care. It's no way to treat somebody who's looking to spend a bit of coin in your shop. What do, what do you want? You have a rope? Yep. You grumpy fuck. <laughs> Do you say it? No, no, no. Yeah, two gold. Two gold for rope. Yep. But the look on your face seems like business might not be. Are that you gonna good. buy something or not? I'm I I got a lot going on right now. Two gold. It's two hundred feet. If I, you want, I'll cut it into two one hundred foot sections. You're going to charge me for that? No. And I look over at Alfred. I said it, like, sarcastically. I look at Alfred. Is 200 enough? Uh, I mean, I've never been in the mine before, but um, I, I wouldn't even know where to begin. I, we could always tie it back together. Right. Uh, we can always cut it ourselves. Yeah. So, all right, I'll just buy the 200 foot. I look at Whitmore. For your transgressions yesterday, you're paying for this. Well, I I started with four gold, and then the table fell over. I, I'm sorry, the table did what? <laughs> the table just fell over. Those unsteady legs. Those unsteady legs just... I, I think your friend took my money, so I only have one gold. Give me your one gold. Okay. And I cough up one and I buy the rope. He grabs the rope and just kind of throws it on the desk and goes back to his ledger. Okay. Right, I'm not going to bother this guy. When I go to pay him, though, I glance down at the ledger. I want to see what he's looking at. Uh, <clears throat> give me a investigation. Innate. It just looks like business transactions. 
Um, the only thing that you notice is there's a name, uh, Cramrum, with it looks like a doodle of like a skull and crossbones. Okay. Oh, do I want to be nosy? Yeah, I do. Say, what was that? A friend of yours? What? Cramron. <laughs> was. What happened? I try to be sincere. <sighs> All right. So, uh, Cramron is um, a friend, uh, or, or was. Um, I made a bad deal with a friend, and I thought maybe we could just kind of renege that deal and kind of start where go back to where we started. And he didn't really feel up to it. Now, if you please, I uh, got some things to figure out. Unless, of course, you're interested in buying a shop. I'm sorry. Say that again. Interested in buying your shop? Yeah. Yeah, I don't believe I have the funds for that. All right. Well then. Yeah, we'll be on our way. Okay. Just keep that in the back of my mind. To the mine? Yeah, we're going to head to the mine. All right. So uh, as you kind of start approaching the mine, um, it's kind of off by itself uh, behind the the manor uh, of the, the the big mansion of the house uh, or of, of, the, of the town. And uh, you can see two guards standing there. Um, at, at what point? At what point do we see the guards? Like how far away? Well, there's like a long road leading up to it, and there's also um, intersecting streets that go to other assorted things. Um, so it's not like if they saw you, they would know that you're coming towards them. Right, and that's what I was going to ask. At some point, like when we see them. Is it safe to assume that they don't see us right away, that we can kind of maybe just stop if, and observe them? If they do see you, you're nothing more than just three more people amongst the other people who are kind of walking around. All right, so we don't stand out. Right. All right. So I'll ask uh, Alvin and Whitmore just to stop for the sole purpose of observing these guys. I just want to see if they do like any sort of like patrol. Do they ever leave the front of this uh, this mine? No, uh, every once in a while, maybe two more guards come up just to give them a break so they could sit down for a little while. Okay. Um, and they've been, it looks like they've been kind of dealing with this for a while, so they're kind of leaning up against the wall. Um, you know, weapons maybe resting on their hips rather than standing at full attention. Do I know roughly when they closed the mine? It seemed as if it was a, a few days ago. All right, so this is a recent thing that they did. Yeah, but the uh, <clears throat> the innkeeper made it seem like it's been happening frequently. Like he he's under the impression that kids are breaking in and drinking or doing whatever kids do. Okay. Well, we're gonna investigate that. Just a matter of how the fuck are we getting in there? And is a mine. Um. Hmm. I think. I think. I'm going to suggest to the party that we should split up. Whitmore is going to come with me because he's a dunce. <laughs> um, 
I want Alvord to see if there's maybe like a secondary entrance to the mine. Okay. All right. And I'm just going to look at Whitmore and say, please, for the love of all things holy, just keep your mouth closed and let me talk. Okay. Thank you. This is not a situation that we're looking to get into a fight. We do not want to pick a fight with two guards, knowing that at some point there's a patrol that comes by, knowing that the patrol leads to a larger group of people within this city. We do not want to start While you're off. talking, Whitmore kind of just, like, kind of raises his hand like he's got something maybe that he wants to say. Yes, Whitmore. I mean, they're Thunder Force. I'm, I'm Thunder Force. I believe this is outside of our operation. I don't know if you tell them, hey, what's up, buddy? I'm Thunder Force. Let's go into the mine. I'm not 100% sure they're just going to let us into the mine. Okay. Just, what, what were you thinking? I was just going to go up to them and tell them that we had business. You want to try it? If you think it would work, I don't know. I don't I don't know if it would work with more because everything that you've done so far, not to put you down, bud, but everything you've done has been like the opposite of Midas Touch. I mean... Worst case scenario, I don't, if you just went in and asked to go in, they might just arrest you. You know how we are. Oh, of course. If I go, they might just tell me no. Hmm. But they might say yes. Now, this is Thunder Force sent from the capital? Every, this every is, city has its own. So Thunder they have their Force own barracks. like outpost of it. Yeah. Okay. All working for the same Imperium. Right. Look, I'm going to entrust you with this task. Oh, my God. I'm going to stay here. All right? Why don't you do some recon for us? All right? Well, go talk to them and see if uh, if there's any way that you can gain access to the main entrance of this mine. So uh, Whitmore nods his head and walks off. All right. I, I blend in with the crowd. And I keep a close, watchful eye. Light, light a pipe and just pray for the best. Yes. <laughs> light my pipe. I bring out a little flask. Uh, so Whitmore out. goes down. Uh, he's down for about five minutes or so. Uh, on the plus side, you see a handshake. Okay. And he comes back. All right. Um, so they're not going to let me in. Um, I'm, even though we're both Thunder Force, or I guess all three of us, uh, the two guards and myself are Thunder Force. Uh, I'm from Northridge, and they say it's a city problem. Um, I have no business going in there. Uh, if we want, we could get permission from the Baroness. Um, I don't. I mean, you know the city. I don't. I think that's off the table. Okay. Um, We're gonna have to find another way in. Okay. Is Alford gone already? Yeah, I would. Okay. I would think he split off. Look, um, we're, we're just gonna wait here until Alvord comes back. What, did they did they give you anything? So they they said that uh, I, I asked them if it was people breaking in. They said they don't think so. That they think it was a cave in, um, and they're concerned because nobody's supposed to be in the mine. I guess they said it used to be a salt mine and it, it right. ran out uh, a while ago, like fifteen twenty years ago. Uh, so they don't know why a cave in would suddenly happen. Um, you know, they have patrols 24 hours, so they don't think it was like an earthquake. Uh, so they think somebody was poking around in there. But I'm confused because if it was a cave-in, 
that doesn't that mean it would close everything off? I don't know why they would have to close something that very would good, Whitmore. Be already closed. And let's hope with this cave-in or whatever took place in this mine, it opened up some sort of access point that we can get in. And hopefully, Alvord, if there is one, my man can find it. Good job. Thank you. Wow. Good job. I offer him my flask. And he takes a sip. What do you want me to do now? Swallow. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Let's just hang out and wait for Albert to come back and see what we can find. All right. Um, So I would say it's probably late afternoon. Mm -hmm. uh, And you guys have just picked a random spot to reconvene. Uh, While you're waiting, would you poke around at all? Ask people if they know anything about the mine? Probably not, because I just don't want to draw any suspicion to ourselves. So I think we're just... We'll make an attempt to investigate it ourselves if we can find the secondary way in. If not, I guess the plan is going to wait until it gets dark. But yeah, I'm not going to ask anybody what's going on. Because okay. now I, I I already believe that there's something extremely shady with the mine. Since one story was kids hanging out and they're drinking, so they want to prevent that. And now there's been some sort of you know, collapse with you know inside of the mine. Right. So there's something that's drawing us here. I feel as though we should investigate it. And I don't want to draw any attention to us being over here. Okay, uh, so Alvord eventually comes back, and um, I wouldn't say he's got a smile, but he uh, he grabs you and pulls you aside. All right, um, so there is another entrance. Uh, I, I ended up hooking up with the Hunter's Lodge here. Okay. Um, just sharing some stories. You know, I, I don't know if I can trust these guys or not. I tried to be as discreet as possible. Um, I said that I was out hunting. Uh, I was on my way to the house um you know just i'm traveling and i stopped here i did some hunting to see if i could sell the pelts uh and i mentioned that i saw a hole uh when when i asked them what was going on with the mountains they said there was a cave in so i I mentioned you know playing along oh yeah i saw that what's up with that and they said they don't know uh but there's apparently an entrance to the rear uh, i guess around some kind of alcove of mountains in, in the Black Hollow Mountains that may be linked to this, but they said it's it's barred up pretty good and under constant surveillance. So both entrances into this mine are being surveilled. Yeah, I mean, there might be another one. I, you know, I don't know. I mean, the guy at the Hunter's Lodge doesn't really seem to know what happened. Um, he wasn't even sure if maybe that cave was always there, and he just noticed it now because there's armed guards. But Were they Thunder Force? Okay. Can he recall how many were guarding the secondary entrance? You know, I I didn't ask. I, I wasn't okay. trying to make it seem like I was that interested. Right. Um. But. And it, right. it might not be. I mean, I'm assuming it's connected, but I mean, there's something there's something weird going on in this town. Um. You know, every town has thunder force, but they, I mean, they're they're oppressive in this town well we can even take it a step further. there's something going on with this mine we've yeah. had conflicting stories now we find out there's some secondary entrance into the mine and our dream is leading us here and all three of us now twice we've had the same exact dream and we've dreamed our dreams are so real that in my dream it's a redhead we have a blonde for you Alvord a brunette for my buddy over here and like we're we're all 
we all have these like interconnected dreams. They're all leading us here. Like we, we have to find a way into this mine. Do you think it's connected to Northridge? At this point, anything is possible. If people are throwing the word magic around, who knows what this is? Okay. It could be heresy. It could be, I, I don't know. But so, again, I, I think, look, our mission has led us here into Hexley. Um, like we talked about before, there's there's no strict time frame on when we report back. If this is an avenue that we need to pursue to try to come to some sort of like resolution um, for what this piece of bark is, we, we might find an answer in this mind. We might not. But again, I think it's something worth exploring. Um, you know, if it holds us up for another day or two, um, again, I, I think it's easy to, to justify my only issue is I, I don't want to, I really don't want to alert the Thunder Force that are guarding this mine as to what our purpose is here. Because if if we, word gets back to the Baroness, it, it, this could go south. We do have three more writs of conscript. But does that gain us entry into a mine? I mean, it's supposed to, the, the, the uh, Whitmore pipes up. <clears throat> and he's like, well... The writs are f technically by authority of the emperor. So if, if that's what these actually are, which it seems like it is, then what it's basically saying is that you're acting on behalf of the emperor himself. What is, to my knowledge, if I would know, the relationship between this matriarch of Hexley and the emperor? Like They're related. Okay. Does she... Um, Like, do I have the impression that... She follows the Emperor wholeheartedly, no questions asked, or she does her own thing? She seems like she does her own thing, but if if the if these writs are ignored, uh, nobody's opposed to burning down an entire city. Oh. However, she's the only matriarch that, or the only leading member of any city in the entire continent that's actually blood related right now that blood related it's not like she's a sister of the emperor she's like a distant cousin. in the bloodline i see and you know i mean you could look at it a couple ways maybe she exhausted all of her favors by becoming the sole leader of this place not having any checks and balances that might have been like a i will give you this one gift and that's it right or it could be that the emperor is very committed to bloodline and will do anything for her. You you wouldn't... I wouldn't know. Probably not. No, I mean, okay. nobody even knows really what the Emperor looks like. Right, right. Okay. <clears throat> I mean... Albert, on a side note, who did you give the writ to at the inn? Uh, just the innkeeper. Okay. I mean... What did the, he do with it after you gave it to him? He opened it and he rolled it back up, put it in his desk and said whatever we need. I mean, after listening to Whitmore, it probably would have made more sense just to give it to somebody in charge around here. We probably could have gotten carte blanche on everything. Right. And now we're down to three of them. So I, I, I didn't think we would need four. And now I'm already considering maybe using a second one. So I, I would say that that's probably a last resort. Well, I think what we should do is make our way tonight to the secondary entrance into the mine and see if hopefully we can find a weakness in their patrol and try to gain access to this mine. It, who knows? Maybe, you know, if we take if we take some, like, off-the-path route 
around this mountain, depending on how far out of the way this is going to take us. How crazy do you want to get? Because white root grows around here. And if I mix white root with some grain alcohol, uh, I can make a... I don't want to use the word poison, but I can make something that will make them fall asleep. Let's keep that in our back pocket. Okay. Um, let's collect this white root you speak of on our travels to the secondary entrance. Okay. That's what we're doing? As a fine connoisseur of whiskey. <laughs> in the name of whiskey. In the name of whiskey. I have plenty on me that if we need to try to entice these gentlemen. I, basically, I either want to try to, you know, I'm talking to Alvord. Um, I either want to try to find a way in without using one of these writs. We can entertain the idea of maybe putting these gentlemen to sleep. But again, knowing that we have the power of these writs from the Imperium, if we now, through devious means, knock these guys out to gain access, what happens if a, if a secondary patrol comes by and these two are just passed out, or even we drag them into the mine and now they're missing? It, I mean, it's going to send up a giant red flag. Yeah, but based on what Whitmore's saying, I understand it's Whitmore. Hey! <laughs> um, that would probably be the thing that gets us out of trouble. Right, using the writ. I mean... Uh, that's probably the way I would use it at this point. We can always, upon our leaving the city, uh, I can always try to make an attempt to reacquire the writ that we used at the inn. Okay. Um, so you guys are going to head out to the yeah, mountains? We're, we're going to head to the mountains. <clears throat> All right. So fairly simple trip. It's um, If you were to go out the north gate of the city and head east, because, again, it's built into the mountains, You'd see that there's you know trails going through the mountains or whatever, and eventually you would find a road uh, that Alvor confirm uh, Alvor confirms leads to this secondary entrance. So you at least have the drop on whatever you're going to find at the end of this road. Okay. Now again, Alvor lied and said that he saw the cave, you know, playing along with the leader of the Hunters Lodge. He hasn't actually been here yet, so he doesn't know how far this path goes. If okay. it goes up, down. If but there is a path right. that we can follow. And he, the, you're more or less assuming that this is the path. Is it possible, not to overthink this, but is it is it possible to follow the path without being on the path? Sure, yeah. Okay. Just because I don't know what their rotation is as far as right. guards go, so I don't, I don't want to be approached because I would imagine this route is a very... It, it's not a real traveled route. This no, only it, leads towards this entrance into the into the mine, right? Which has recently been created due to the no, mine collapse. No, it's more like it's just a mountain pass. It's just a natural by pass. happenstance, yeah. right? Okay. So at some point at the end of this path, you might end up having to climb and do a, a little bit of traversal to actually find this, right? But cave. there is the likelihood of passing a uh, a guard. What are we gonna do? All right, so we're gonna make our way. Along this path, we're going to keep, I guess, to like the outskirts of the path. Yeah. All right. Um, these mountains that we're going through, they're like snow covered or it's... Uh... Yeah, it's winter time. So, yeah, they're, they're snowy. So, I would imagine we're dressed appropriately. Yeah. Back to a 12 AC. 
<laughs> you put your you put your two AC furs on. That's awesome. Uh, how much of a uh, how much of a journey do you think? Not because far. he he doesn't even know really where we're going. Yeah, it's it's not ultimately far. Okay. Um, after but- traveling for a while, you end up you're probably about 15, 20 feet up off the ground, and you see the two Thunder Force soldiers standing in front of a boarded up mine shaft. Uh, these guys are slightly more alert and attentive than the guys within the city. Uh, okay. The guy, again, the guys within the city were kind of leaning up against the wall, kind of being uh, complacent. These guys, while they're—I mean—they're not standing at rigid attention, marching back and forth like the the guards with the fuzzy black hats that guard the Queen of England. Right. They're—they're uh, they're slightly more attentive. They kind of look around every once in a while. They're not really bullshitting with each other as much as the other guys were. While they are but they're not doing it quite as much. About how long do we have to wait at the main entrance for there to be a uh, like a transfer of power, so to speak? I would say probably every couple of hours. And what time of the day is it now? It's dark. Um, it so is dark not, not super late, but it's been dark for maybe an hour or so. Now, are they out here with torches? Like, what's lighting up the area? There's one torch staked into the ground. Okay. I, I look to my part. I don't even know if there's really a way to get in here without having to to deal with these guys. I have an idea. Come on, man. These aren't the guards that were in front of the city. That's correct. They don't... There's got to be hundreds, uh, maybe even a thousand or so Thunder Force here. Right. So you're suggesting that you pretend to be the ones to relieve them? Well, I, I could just go in and pull them away. I mean, I don't know if I'd be able to join you inside, but I could get him away from the door. But we should create some sort of diversion. Is there any, like, wildlife around, like big game? Sure. Yeah, there's wildlife. There's pine trees. You're you're in the wilderness. You know, again, you're still part of the Black Hollow uh, Timberlands. Right. Densely forested, densely mountainous, um, lots of animals. Look, this is just a quick thought. Um, Alvard, is there any way... Uh, I just feel like it would take too much time, but... Is there any way that maybe some larger game, like uh, like an elk or a deer or something like that, that maybe you can hamstring with an arrow? We can drag him onto the root? Because we're not going to fell a tree without alerting them to the sound of taking a tree down. Um, I mean, I could try, but I might be able to, I could, I could do that or I could attract something a little more dangerous that's not injured. Like a bear. Sure. Hmm. You think we have an hour? It just, it just got dark, right? Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah, we definitely have an hour. Okay. Um, I'm going to go to the horses, and I'm going to grab some of our salted fish. Uh, On my way, I'll collect some berries, and I'll make some bait, and I'll see if I can attract a bear to them. Can we attract a bear to Whitmore? 
I could. I mean, I'll... I mean, take Whitmore with you. We'll see if we can pull the whip, the bear to Whitmore. Whitmore can run to these guards. Do you do you trust me? Can you outrun a bear? I have an idea. What's your idea? I'm clumsy and stupid. I know that. I could go just meet up with them. Okay. And fall into the torch. You want to light yourself on fire? Not me. Well, you're going to fall into the torch. Yeah, and I'll knock the torch into the wooden planks. They're they're fueled by oil. Can we combine the two plans? Alford nods his head. Yeah, sure. All right. So let's try if we can attract, let's say, a bear. Hopefully we can get him to chase you. Oh, man, wouldn't this be crazy? Chase you. You can lead them towards these two guards. Run into the torch. Knock the torch into the planks. Hopefully, while you three are now distracted with the bear, trying to fight the bear, Alvord and I can sleep, sneak into the cave. Okay. Let's try that. All right. Are so, you going to kind of hang out and just kind of observe while no, you do this? I'm actually going to try to... I'm going to try to position myself. So I'm going to make my way further up the path. You're by yourself now. Yeah. Uh, So I'm going to let Alvord know where I'm going to be roughly. So whatever the general direction. So if if the cave is on like the... So obviously we had to come out the north exit of the city, head east. So now if... And it kind of loops back around and goes south. And then at the foot of this path is kind of going southeast... And it kind of winds. Okay. And so I would imagine the Alvord knows where he is, but you probably get a little disoriented between right. the trees, the hills, and the snow. But I would imagine that the um, I would imagine that the secondary entrance is not too far outside of where the uh, the wall of the city is. So from this entrance, you can see the wall, or it's no. pretty deep into the mountains. Yeah, you can't tell. All right, so I wouldn't be able to tell. So Your whatever. general sense of direction, you know that the city is on the south other side. Of me. Yeah. Right. Okay, so basically, I guess I'll just follow the path and use the path to get to the secondary entrance. And I'll just either try to hopefully, you know, um, stay enough off of the path that if there's a secondary patrol coming by, I avoid them altogether and get to the point where I can see the guards and then try to figure out at that point how to get around so I can be behind them if all goes well and try to make way into the uh, into this entrance. All right. So uh, Alford gets what he needs. I would imagine hour and a half or so later, everyone's kind of ready. Do you want to roll a flat 20 to see how well this goes? Is this the plan we're going to go with? Yeah, I think so. Just so I understand, we're going to try and attract a bear to chase. This is so crazy. To chase Whitmore. Whitmore's going to run like a lunatic, Uh fall into the guards, into the torch. Yes. Knock the torch into the wooden planks. Correct. Um, be distracted by the bear. Right. Now have to fend themselves against the bear. Right? They got to fight off this bear. And hopefully that the fight lasts long enough that the planks loosen. And while they're distracted by the bear, Alvord and I can try to sneak into the cave. Even if we get like one plank lit. Because I'm not like a tremendously large right. fella. All right. Uh, roll a 20. Let's see how this goes. An eight. <laughs> okay. Fuck. All right. <clears throat> so, uh, everyone gets in a position. Everyone's ready. 
And sure enough, you hear the growl of a bear. And Whitmore may or may not antagonize the bear and starts running. The two guards at the gate kind of shoot up. They draw their weapons and they see Whitmore running, arms flailing in his Thunder Force armor, screaming bear. These guys glance at each other. Whitmore crashes into them. The bear chases him. He rolls into the torch. The torch falls into the snow, goes out. The bear jumps on top of uh, Whitmore. These guys just see one of their own on the ground, so they start attacking this bear. The bear gets up and puts its claws right in their face and kills both the soldiers. Ah. Luckily, Alford is able to, while the bear is killing his uh, the other two Thunder Force soldiers, kills the bear. I am panic stricken. <laughs> I'm just, I'm literally standing there with my mouth agape. Like, I, I have, this went horribly wrong. <laughs> um, so, holy shit. So these two guys are dead. Yeah. And the bear is dead. Wow. All right. We, oh my God. How long have we been on this path for? From the point that we left the city and we got to the path. I mean, you have been there for probably two and a half hours. So th- there's a good chance that another patrol is coming by. Holy shit. I, 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 I look at Alvord and Whitmore. I say, we have to do this quick. Um, we're going to have to pop this. How are they going to believe that the bear died? We got to drag the bear into the cave with us. Nice sneakers. Random shiftless hobo walking Yeah, by. whatever. Nice watermelon sneakers. Um, drag the bear inside and leave the two guards? Well, it's obvious that they were attacked by a bear. Okay. Right? They're going to have claw marks. So if the patrol comes by and sees them dead... Okay. So let's do a couple things. Um, are you going to try and like remove the planks uh, and put them, put them back up? Yeah, 100%. Okay. Uh, give me... This has been the day of horrible rolls. Okay, give me a strength check to get the planks off. Okay. 11. Okay. Now give me a dex check to see how how you were at keeping them together. 20. Oh, shit. Yes. Okay, so... Uh, between you not, and not a not a crit, twenty together, twenty total. Yeah. Okay. So between you and Whitmore, you're able to remove these planks with the nails and whatever else intact. Uh, now give me. It sounds so clean. Oh God! Give me, give me a, just a flat intelligence check. Yes. To see if, if you're able to figure out the like how these planks should go in order so it looks natural. How they should go back based on the way that I pulled right, them off. Yeah. What did I like pull them off? They went down to the ground and I'm like, fuck. I get yeah, that's kind of how I'm picturing it, because you're kind of rushing. And I'm probably panicked because I just saw a gigantic bear right. slaughter two right. men. Seventeen. Okay. Uh, now give me a stealth check to see how good you are at putting the planks back. 
Oh uh, wait, before that, give me just a f- give me an athletics check to with advantage because there's three of you. Okay. Uh, to drag the bear back into oh, good call. the cave. Um, seventeen. Okay. And then give me a stealth check to see how good you are at covering up the blood trail leading in and your ability to reseal the door from the inside. Oh boy. <laughs> 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 Fucking two. You probably didn't notice the blood trail. Uh, totally forgot about the blood trail. So everything. <laughs> so now there's a blood trail going into the cave. Into the cave. That and the-, the nails are still sticking out. They're in the right order right. going up, but the nails are just sticking out. <laughs> you forgot to put the nails back in. Fucking hell. I should have right. left one of us outside. So Whatever. Mistakes of the plan. We're in. Oh, we're in. We're about to be fucking really. Yep. Oh. Harrison, Harrison, Harrison. Oh, we're back. Yeah, we're back. And we're live. We're live. Oh, no, we're not live. Well, we're live. We are alive. True. We're live with each other. Yeah. In the studio. And we are alive uh, in our corporeal form. And and so is Harrison, but unfortunately, <laughs> not not those two guards in front of the, the line. Things could have gone a, a mite bit better. I did not plan that too well. I think this might be a good moment to reflect. Okay. Let's take a trip down memory lane let's, from two minutes ago. Let's reflect upon how someone who hasn't played D&D in quite a long time might make some poor choices. I mean, the plan sounded all right to me. No, that was, that was pretty poor. <laughs> I think it also uh, brings into light my inability to roll positive numbers in crucial situations. Dude, my rolls have been fucking awful. Yeah, but you're, it's weird because your rolls in Warhammer are way better. Yeah. I'm just, I don't know. Maybe I'm just lucky with the with the six-sided. Yeah. You know, apparently I can't tell the difference between a 20 and a 12. So maybe that maybe I've been rolling 12-sided <laughs> dice the whole time. That could be it. I'm just fucking dropping the ball. Dropping the ball. Harrison is going to right the ship. I know it. I know it. Yeah. Um, so <clears throat> you, you had this vision of the bear... I guess you were hoping the bear was going to run down and the guards were going to chase the bear away, leaving the... Either either the guards were going to chase the bear or the bear was going to chase the guards away. One of the two. Right. But again, I think I should have, in, in retrospect, I probably should have used one of those writs, had Whitmore deliver it to them, or at least had Whitmore go and talk to them to see right. if uh, we can explore the mine without trying to concoct this elaborate plan to have Alvord, like track a bear and... Have a bear fucking maul these two poor innocent guards, and then well, the the part that really got me that that really made me chuckle was the cover up. Yeah, the cover up is always worse than the crime. Yeah, I should have known that. Like you, you would have probably been okay, mm. uh, just leaving the bear as is. Yeah, but now when if Dude. I should say anything happens, the guards are going to see two dead guards, and then a trail. <laughs> A tremendous trail of blood because yeah. it's from a bear. Yeah, yeah, it's nothing. Small. Going into a cave that's sealed up poorly. <laughs> yeah, with with the nails sticking out. <laughs> Fucking hell! Are there advanced life form bears in D and D? Maybe who knows? Who it, knows what they're going to think? Might have dragged itself into the cave and, oh, and tried God. to hide itself away, and it couldn't put the nails away because he doesn't. He, his bare hands can't hold a yeah. hammer. He doesn't have a, a posable thumb, right? I don't think so. No, I'm not. Thinking he does. I don't think they even have unopposable thumbs. They just don't have thumbs. They just have digits. 
uh, phalanges, I think they call that. Ooh. Metacarpals? The We're getting very scientific. Vulvas. I don't think it's called a vulva. But whatever. I'm not going to judge. The labia maximus? Yes. And labia minor. Hopefully it was a female bear that had labia. Well, I don't think it's fair for you to assume the gender of the bear. That is true. I also don't want to assume its genetic composition in the crotchal region. (laughs) You know, I'm not checking. Who am I to judge? Yeah. Don't be a -a bearophobe. That's, well, I think Harrison is. That's why he used the bear. That's true. You know, trying to. We're onto something. We're unlocking the inner mysteries of Harrison Bull. The, the inner machinations. Yes. That was a horrible idea. In retrospect, in my opinion, that was a bad idea. Do I, you I, think it's going to go bad? I have a feeling it's going to go horribly bad. <laughs> horribly bad. You make it sound like I'm an adversarial DM. It, no. No, no, no. Not at all. I just think that, it, dude, it wasn't based on you. Maybe. You, you put the, the map in front of me. I chose to go down that road. Maybe and then my in- roles, unfortunately, did not... They, they didn't lean in my favor. Maybe in this lore, those two guards were the most hated guards in the regiment. They could have been. But, and people so will now, celebrate. I'm judge, jury, and executioner. No, the bear or is. judge and jury, the bear is the executioner. But it was a misapplication of... It, it was resources of mental resources i i dropped the ball on that one maybe we should just be thankful you didn't go with the original idea of hamstringing the bear that that would have been a fun idea i would have liked that one <laughs> that that would i think that would have played out better with an eight i'll tell you right now the guards would have been like that sounds like a bear yep <laughs> and that would have been the end <laughs> they would have never left their post no yeah no yeah i would have dropped the ball there too the only way that could have gone worse i think is well, I guess if the guard survived and spotted you, that yeah. would be the ultimate word. Like yeah. that would be like a a, a one two or oh no, that'd be like a two three. Well, at that point, if a one would be the bear attacks you, right? Uh, but I think if they would have fought the bear and they had defeated the bear, I, I think at that point, dude, I, we would have attacked them, clean them up. Yeah, yeah, we would have we would have we would have tried to kill them and then obviously pin it on the bear and go from there. But whatever, Harrison's made his bed, you know. Yes, now he's got to lay in it. Big boy. Put his big boy pants on. And explore the cave. Uh, anything else? No, I think that covers it. Until next time. All right. Uh, make sure to check out the other show, uh, yes. Wrath and Glory. Great show. A little different tone and tenor. To, no. at, at least to the gameplay. <laughs> A little Slightly different. different. A little darker. Uh, yeah. A little darker. Yeah. You can find us on the Instagram, uh, Dice and Pipes, and uh, the Twitter? Are we going to do we do Twitter? Well, we'll put like show announcements on Yeah, Twitter. there we go. Announcements for yeah. the show. Yes. Uh, Dice and Pipes. And uh, you're already listening to this. Go to iTunes. Give us, some, give, us, give us some stars. We should make you roll to close the show. Yeah, I know. Here's to rolling to drink. And please don't roll 20. Please don't roll 20. He's drinking. He's, I can see it in his face. He probably rolled like a six. 12. Oh, fuck you. What was with the face? You had like that, I was, like I was trying to scare you into thinking that you had to drink. No, you scared me into thinking that you rolled a one that you were drinking twice, and you were thinking, "Wow, this is just going to go south real quick." <laughs> real quick. Uh, to the FDR. Oh my God! Can we please finish the construction, please? To Franklin Roosevelt, he's the a, man behind the FDR. He's a true gentleman, but if he governed the way that the FDR is driven on, he was a fucking disaster. Uh, to the accessoride patrons swallowing their tongues. Try to keep your seatbelt on. 
Don't jump out the window. To Skyrim. I learned that you enjoy participation trophies. Oh, I don't understand. Uh, don't worry. They'll, they'll hear it. They'll know. To dice. And pipes.